Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. It smells nasty, but it's good for your health. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. It's the colonoscopy edition of our show, which means it'll be explosive, gut-wrenching, and funky. And at the end, you'll feel empty and a little violated. Yo, it's the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel, dropping the Browns off at the Super Bowl, Cheeseman. And this is Chad, no Baker Mayfield here, so wash. And on this week's show, hey jobs, hey, the great resignation is still a thing and a little buy or sell. Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel uh-huh. brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text Kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that, that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, Okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Nachos. (laughs) Okay, Joel. So 
the market answered your question from last week with Matt Ryan. Yep. That's who the Colts uh, are going with for their, their next starter as a quarterback. But we know it's not Baker Mayfield. And that makes me excited. And Baker's still looking for a job. He may he may want to go to Hay Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> he should go to Hay Jobs. If that's only I, I don't know that he's essential though. That's the problem. Yeah, and, and speaking of assholes, I, I get a colonoscopy <laughs> tomorrow, which is fun. So uh, as soon as I get off of this call, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be gutting my system, if you will. I'm gonna be snaking the pipes. It'll be a fun, <laughs> it'll be a fun twenty four hours for me. So as you listen to this, say a prayer. Yeah. All I gotta say is next time, you know, do the box. I don't care what they say, just do the box. <laughs> What is the box for those that don't know and aren't old and middle-aged like us? Yeah, the, the the box is when you go to your doctor and say, hey, have them send the box to my house. You shit in the box. You send it back. <laughs> and then they tell you all the stuff, right? You don't have to go through like this crazy a day or two days worth of your system just being freaking eradicated. Or maybe it's good. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's good that your system is er- eradicated from all the Chipotle you've eaten in the last year or so. I love that you said Chipotle because that's literally what I had yesterday. So I'm tempting fate. <laughs> but anyway, folks, if you're old, if you're 50, get your colonoscopy. Get your colonoscopy. I have a family history which makes me have to go to the doctor and not do the box. Chad does not have the history, so he gets to be boxed instead of uh, snaked. Either way, do it. Shout outs. Let's get the shout outs. Yes. Jesus. All right. We're gonna go we're gonna go north for uh for some Canada shout out. All right, number one, we got Toronto in my shout outs. Toronto is now ah. the third largest tech hub in North America. Trailing only San Francisco and New York City, Microsoft, Google, Stripe, and others have recently opened offices in the area, and Toronto's tech workforce is growing faster than any city in the U.S. You can probably thank Donald Trump and closing the border, building walls, and not giving visas to educated people. So, yes, shout out to Toronto. Number two, InstaWork. The shift work marketplace focused on blue-collar jobs has expanded to the Great White North, its first market outside the U.S., Toronto and Vancouver will open first where they have thousands of members already signed up. Montreal is coming soon, apparently. They got to get that French thing figured out first. But shout out to <laughs> the great white north. Very nice. So as we were talking about football, I'm going to give a shout out to the Portuguese team who are playing Turkey today in the World Cup qualifier. If Portugal wins and Italy wins, they will be they will be matched against each other for one slot. So what that means is that this World Cup will either be missing Italy or Portugal. And that's sad but I hope it's not Portugal. I hope Portugal's in it. So here we go. Yeah. Is, is Ronaldo still on the national team? Yep. He's got to be right. He's a badass. Oh, yeah. He's a badass motherfucker. All right. He well, is. Well, I'll root for uh, for Portugal just for you, Chad, because oh, thank you. I, That's I sweet. hate you so much and your wonderful <laughs> life. Shout out for me. This is a different one. There's a company called Island. I know it's not the island. You're probably on an Airbnb right now. Uh, island is a enterprise browser, which I've never really thought of before, but it sounds like a, a really good idea. Uh, they've announced mm-hmm. raising $150 million Series B uh, at a valuation of $1.3 billion. So unicorn alert. Uh, island offers a secure browser that aims to give enterprises greater control 
over their data. And with those pesky Russians poking around enterprise uh, level companies, having a custom browser and not Chrome or Firefox or whatever else they're probably using now might be an interesting idea. And enough people like it that they've made this one a unicorn. So shout out to Island the browser you've never heard of. Yeah, not to mention the corporate spyware they, they can probably attach to it as well. Uh, <laughs> my shout out, next shout out goes to Wedgie. Congrats to Matt Baxter, Firing Squad alumni for $2 million in funding and adding Rocky Howard, Chief People Officer and Equity Officer from the MOM Project to Wedge's advisory board. Great to hear. Small organization Wedge, they're growing fast. I think this is their second fund yeah. uh, in the last at least six months. So great news. And if you haven't heard Matt pitch Wedge and face the firing squad, just Google Chad Cheese and Wedge and give it a listen or search the firing squad playlist on Spotify and they're all right there. And what better company than wedgie to talk about on a show like today. And by the way, <laughs> no one can milk the Michigan uh, fundraising circuit like Matt Baxter. All of no those shit, companies right? are like the Michigan such and such and the Michigan such and such <laughs> and the Ann Arbor such and such. Uh, yeah. Total round, total funding for them is $4 million. Shout out to, to them. That's great. Next one for me is uh, Lana Rhodes. Rug pull. No, it's not what you think, Chad. <laughs> the popular porn star, Lana Rhodes, uh, which Lana is anal spelled backwards, uh, if you didn't know that. Um, she launched her. <laughs> Why? She launched her own NFT enterprise uh, on January 22nd of this year. The project mm -hmm. raised a cumulative of about $1.5 million, promising a profitable return on people who invested. Everything went smoothly until she decided to quit the project and vanish with all the money. The NFT project featured a collection of 10,000 cartoon images of the 25-year-old, air quotes, influencer. One week after the launch, Rhodes abandoned the project and disappeared with 509 Ethereum, or $1.5 million. Wow, Chad, those investors talk about taking it in the ass from Lana Rhodes. Again. NFTs, not doing it, okay? Uh, <laughs> so uh, next shout out, I posted an article about Dan Price, you know, the CEO of Gravity Payments yep. on LinkedIn, the guy who paid all of his employees, including himself, $70,000 a year. Anyways, the article revolves around this tweet where Dan asks his employees where they want to work. 7% said they wanted to go back to the office full-time. 31% said they wanted office remote hybrid and 62% said they wanted to work only from home. So Dan told them, sounds great. Do whatever you want as CEO. What do I care? If you get the work done, that's all that matters. AKA work from anywhere. The thing that gets me is the, the amount of people who are just haters boggle my mind because whenever somebody says, you know, they want to be able to give this kind of like choice, mm -hmm. this freedom, uh, everybody's like, well, there's a scenario where hybrid doesn't work or there's a scenario where, you know, only work from office is going to work. And it's like, well, yeah, but we have to be less stringent because before this, all we did was force motherfuckers into the office. Yep. What this is doing is allowing for the conversation where we didn't have it before. And that's what he just did. By the way, for listeners that stick with us for about 30 more minutes, we will talk in depth about this topic. And oh, yeah, Chad's boy. 
DJ Saul. Just stay tuned for that one, kids. But while you're waiting, if you want, sign up for some free shit, Chad. Yes. Uh, we give away t-shirts, we give away beer, and we give away whiskey. Shirts by Emissary, beer from our friends at Pillar, and whiskey from our, our new buddies at Text Kernel. But you got to sign up. You got to go to chadcheese.com backslash free if you want to win. Nothing to no, no cost. Just a little bit of your time to win some free shit. So chadcheese.com backslash free. Do it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Also, events, baby. Early May, we're going to be at the E-Recruitment Congress in Belgium. That's nice. right. And from what I hear, we're also going to be on a boat Ooh. sometime around early May in Belgium, too. Uh, then uh, late May, we're going to be at Unleash in Vegas. But the best way to see where we're going to be, go to chadcheese.com, click on events, check out all the events, register to all the events, go to all the events, because guess what? You've been locked up for too fucking long. You deserve to have a beer or a couple of shots of bourbon or some shit like that with Chad and Cheese. Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. <laughs> Gotta have me my boats and hoes. We got birthdays, Chad. Excellent. Number one, uh, my sister celebrated a birthday Ooh. this week. So happy birthday, Holly. Uh, Holly, my sister. Uh, Tammy Bailey, who also won some free shit. She's also celebrating uh, with a birthday this, this week. Yes. Timmy Smith. I don't know many adults named Timmy, so uh, good, I love it. good for you, man. Timmy Smith. Timmy Tima. And we got Timo Hillhorst. I'm not saying that right, I'm sure. Excuse me? Uh, Josh Winwright. It's probably Wainwright, but he put it in the system as Winwright. So Josh Wayne or Winwright. Happy birthday. Brian Barnes. Hayden Hughes. Audra Knight. Rock on. She celebrates nice. her birthday. Jason Warner. Jamie Leonard. And Steve Kraut, one of my favorite Philadelphians, celebrates a birthday. So Excellent. The Kraut. Another year around the sun, everybody. Topics. Hey, Jobs. Hey, Jobs. All right, big win for hey, our friend Marius Luther, who guest hosted our European show back in August. If you haven't listened to that, check it out. Uh, the Berlin-based Hey Jobs, a startup building a career platform for talent in Europe, announced on Thursday that it has raised $47 million in its Series B round of funding. The company reports Damn. that this is the largest financing round ever received by a career platform in Germany. That's big. The company has doubled its headcount in the past 12 months to 300 employees. Hey Jobs says it's used by thousands of job seekers as well as over 2,700 employers ranging from small businesses to the largest of European employers. The customers have made over 10,000 hires. Founded in 2016, they have offices in Berlin, Cologne, and Vienna, but will accelerate growth in Germany as well as European, Europe and beyond, but no talk of the U.S., Chad. Total funding is now $62 million. Chad, what do you think about the Hey Jobs news? Hey, Boomer. Boomer retirement means... Germany alone is losing over 500,000. Yeah, that's half a million workers annually. Uh, soon, twice as many people retire every year as join the workforce. From uh, Marius's LinkedIn post, here, here's a quick quote. Our big, hairy, audacious goal is to become the number one career platform for essential talent in Europe, literally changing millions of lives every year. It's crazy how we as a society have neglected the largest share of the workforce, 
30 million alone in Germany, over 200 million essential talent in Europe for decades. They deserve better. And Hey Jobs deserves a big applause because, dude, this message is on fucking point. But, dude, it gets better. They've also added Katrin Suter as chairwoman Mm -hmm. of the Hey Jobs board. And the first question is, "Eh, but does Katrin have any real experience? You know, yeah, she's a board member and chair in private as well as publicly listed companies such as Cloudflare. Previously, she chaired the German Digital Council and was state secretary in the German Ministry of Defense. She was a senior partner at McKinsey and Company. And man, I think I've I've fallen in love with this move alone. Watch out when Chad falls in love. Yeah, dude, nice win for Maris. Wow. Uh, he's a good dude. Uh, enjoyed talking to him a few months ago and, and look forward to seeing him hopefully in person when we're in Europe uh-huh. uh, this year. Yeah. Also... Thank God for browser translators. Uh, otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to read what the hell was on a uh, Hey Job. Hey Jobs, I think, looks a little bit to me like Netflix for jobs. Uh, that is, it's a recommendation engine uh, with an ever-improving AI behind it. Um, this quote from Marius, I think, is very telling. Uh, quote, whilst five years ago, we could identify who is a nurse versus a driver, our mm-hmm. AI has now learned to identify who is a qualified intensive care unit nurse that seeks to do three night shifts. In quote. Um, that being said, it's still a job board uh, and they have their work cut out for them. Uh, to needless, needless to say, especially if they want to grow mm-hmm. outside of Germany. Uh, there's a little, little, little site called Stepstone uh, that has a lot of market share in that part of the world. Uh, and we've also talked about uh, Stepstone getting the hell out of France uh, on the European show. So Europe has a bunch of countries in it, and all of those countries have their own unique uh, cultures. They have their own unique companies that service them, et cetera. So Hey Jobs growing and succeeding outside of Germany is no slam dunk. But if anyone's going to do it, I'd say our boy Marius can do it. Yeah, well, I would say that every country outside of Germany or really in the world mm-hmm have essential workers and that's where their focus is and that's where the big bulk of uh, of these jobs are and they're they're picking as their lane they have a lot of numbers to to actually prove obviously uh to get this this type of cash you know 62 million in total uh so yeah we're pretty pretty interested to see where this goes and it is good to have someone bump up against a brand like Stepstone. Everybody needs competition. It's a competitive business, man. It'll be fun to watch. It'll be fun to watch. Well, speaking of hot businesses and European companies that are on a roll, by the way, we'll talk about this in more depth on the European show as well. I'm excited to hear about what the Europeans think about all these deals. Uh, But we have Omnipresent next up in the news. Uh, We have a unicorn warning, Chad. (laughs) Now, they have not publicly said unicorn or what their valuation is, but remote hiring remains red hot. Enter Omnipresent, a provider of tools for managing payroll and compliance for international teams. The London headquartered company pulled in $120 million in a Series B funding round led by Kinevik AB and Tencent, which I thought was interesting. Founded in 2019, Omnipresent has presided over exceptionally fast growth. In 2021, the company said its revenue grew 25x and its team grew by 10x. It now employs more than 230 people distributed across more than 40 countries. Omnipresent handles just about everything needed 
for a company's HR team, including local employment compliance, payroll, HR support, and benefits for international teams. Proceeds from the current investment will be used to help build out Omnipresent's new products and services, customer growth, and geographic expansion. Total funding now is at $137.8 million, according to Crunchbase. Chad, Omnipresent, go. Dude, I love the name, period. I mean, they are Omnipresent. They are everywhere, which is exactly- they have the .com, right? Yes, and they have the .com. Yes. Anyways, and prior to this- Omnipresent had 18 million in funding. That's it. They got this huge raise this time. And after just hearing the negative workforce numbers from Germany alone that we just heard about Hey Jobs and what Germany is facing, then add names like remote.com who's raised 196 million and they are a unicorn. This is further validation that remote work at the very least in Europe, is a necessity. It's not a choice, kids. It's a necessity. This has and will continue to be a necessity in the U.S. as well. I'm looking forward to seeing D. Coakley in Belgium in early May. I'm predicting Boundless HQ, who is in Uh the exact same sector, gets a funding bump this year as well. Currently, they're at 4.9 million U.S., yeah, this thing is a juggernaut uh, hitting hitting things at the right time. Uh, obviously, the world in pandemic, uh, work from home isn't going anywhere. Um, we'll talk about that in about 20 minutes or so, 50 minutes. But with remote and omnipresent, uh, you mentioned remote raising 200 million. I mean, these two, these two companies are turning into like Godzilla versus King Kong with both coming out victorious um, in their own way. It also feels like they both have a huge head start on anyone looking to really compete on a huge, uh, significant level. Unless DJ Saul has his way and we all go back to the office, uh, Omnipresent is going to be a good place, going to be in a good place to support companies everywhere. And I, I, I'd venture to say I'm surprised that the upworks of the world aren't getting a little more into this space. Maybe they will at some point. But for, for the most part, it's pretty greenfield. These guys have got a huge head start. They've lapped uh, anybody that wants to get into this thing. So I think these remote and omnipresent are going to be the Coke and Pepsi of the remote workforce going into the future. Yeah, I think there are going to be firms like, you know, J.P. Morgan Chase and Goldman Sachs where they I mean, it's just it's just what they say their culture is. It's total control, right? That, it's mm-hmm. what it is. That's our that's our culture. We are totally controlling you. And that's what you're going to have to do to get our name on your resume. Right. Uh, but the rest of the world is really going to have to focus on being able to, uh, to, to to fight for talent. Now, will Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan Chase, will they have to do the same thing? I, I think they might be forced to, but we'll see. Yeah. And I mean, we, we spent so much time talking about the employee side of mm-hmm. the equation. Look, there are a lot of employers who are quite happy to be able to look at a talent pool that's global oh, and yeah. be able to recruit people from yeah. all over the world. They just need the tools to be able to facilitate workers all around the world, deal with re- regulations and you know, all the all the red tape that comes with that. And these companies are at the forefront of helping those businesses do that. So we talked too much about the job seeker side, probably, but there are many employers that are quite happy with a work from home environment because their talent pool got 
a lot bigger. Yeah. Well, and it's the same way in the States. I mean, you have to set up for different taxes for different states, right? I mean, you have different setups, different onboarding, those types of things. Uh, So, you know, when you start to go global, it's just it's more layers of bullshit that you have to go through to be able to get people to do jobs. Yep. And those people will be quite happy to pay someone else to figure out all that bullshit. Yes. Amen. And remote and omnipresent are happy to cash their checks. Well, speaking of cashing checks, let's take let's take a quick break to pay some bills and we'll play a little buy or sell. Yes. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest, so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. All right, Chad. It's that time. Buy or sell. My favorite game, probably yours. People love it. Let's do some buy or sell, shall we? You know how it works. I'll read a startup that's recently got funding and we buy or sell it, basically. It's pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. Uh, First up, we got Rollbot, R-O-L-E bot. Sit back, relax, and wait for calendar invites to populate your inbox, Chad. That's the promise of startup Rollbot, who has raised $4.5 million from investors recently, including Jason Calacanis, famous Valley investor. The company says it uses AI to book interviews with candidates without the need for resumes, job descriptions, or job postings. Clients include Snowflake, Ronstadt, and the American Red Cross, as well as the University of Southern California. Total raised is now $5.8 million, according to Crunchbase, and the company employs about 60 folks, according to LinkedIn. Learn more at Rollbot.io. Chad, what you got for Rollbot? Buy or sell? So I'm going to start with some text straight off of the website. Quote, use Rollbot's intuitive web interface and provide a link to an employee in your company or in another that would make the perfect blueprint for the job. Sources and schedules the interview without any human intervention. It sounds like heaven, right? Sure. Well, Uh, I don't know if this sounds familiar, but uh, there was this little Amazon algorithm that did the exact same thing uh, that was shut down because it turned heavily biased against females. When Mm -hmm. you start pointing algorithms at things and you allow them to do their do their work, you're going to end up with bias. I, I know that I'm always preaching scale and this is definitely scale. We've learned When you scale too quickly without human engagement, big problems, big biases occur. And when a company can't even get the D and I acronym correct on their fucking website, all Mm -hmm. I can say is that it's a sell. I don't know why they're even pushing the diversity play, to be honest. No clue. 
it, we, there's budget in companies to buy diversity shit. If they just sold this as put in a profile of a current employee or someone that you want, and I don't know if it's, do you plug in like the LinkedIn profile? I I'm not exactly sure what you plug in. There's a lot of mystery uh, shrouded in this company, I felt like. Uh, how does this stuff happen? Where do they find the candidates and the profiles How do, that they match? Is it like a hire easy thing where they already have the candidates? Are they pushing out the jobs? And then they, they send them to you and then you as a recruiter kind of grade like, okay, which ones do I like? So in addition to the algorithm part, you're now putting in human bias because now the humans are saying which ones they like and which ones they don't. And then once they select the ones they like, then I guess some sort of outreach message goes to the candidate. And then they say, yeah, I want to interview. And then this, the calendar thing comes in. So I know they're pushing this as like, hey, this is a breeze. Go take a nap. And when you wake up, you'll have candidates scheduled. It certainly seems a little bit more complicated than that. On its surface, this feels like a tool uh, that you can use to like fill your funnel. Uh, industry veteran uh, Tin Cup calls it a top of the funnel bionic arm for bandwidth, which was kind of enter entertaining. But if you look at this strictly as like, hey, this is a tool in my recruitment marketing toolbox, I think it's a buy. But because they're pushing so much the diversity play and the unbiased recruiting, which I just don't get, I'm going to give it a sell as well, unfortunately. If they fix that, I think I, I look at the company uh, more favorably. That's two cells. Let's go to Bambi, uh, B-A-M-B-E-E. -E. No, it's not just your favorite stripper name. <laughs> HR compliance solution Bambi has raised $30 million in Series C funding, bringing total funding to $65 million. Bambi wants to use the new cash to introduce uh, new customer benefits, hire talent for its customers and HR management teams, and increase its engineering teams as well as increase headcount by 150 people this year at its LA headquarters, as well as beef up its Nashville, Tennessee operation aimed at small companies that cannot afford their own HR manager. Bambi founded in 2016 by CEO Alan Jones, a former CMO of ZipRecruiter grew its top line by hundred percent in 2021 and is on course to double again in 2022. It has nearly 10,000 active subscribers Chad, is Bambi one of those special organizations you invite back to the champagne room, or do you tell them you're just here for the wing buffet? Oh, Bambi. Kind of like her sister, Cherry. I'm not going to be buying or selling this one, but let me tell you who should be buying this. Are you ready? I'm ready. The newly formed Employee Inc., you know, Jobvite, Jazz HR, uh -huh. and Next Thing RPO, they should acquire this company now. All Bambi HR professionals would come equipped with Jazz HR. And then when the client company grows and they need an FTE for HR, they lose the, the, the part-time Bambi HR rep and they get an FTE via Next Thing RPO. All while the client keeps Jazz HR in place. And then when the client grows again, enter Jobvite. This is a buy for me for Employee Inc. Take Bambi back to the champagne room, Chad. Yet is a buy. Uh, all right. Small companies hate HR. It's, it's the last thing that they bring onto their company, and <laughs> they probably don't want to do that uh, when they do. Big companies hate it too, right? But that's not the point. So if they can just automate HR while paying a small fee to have a pro on call, mm -hmm. uh, like a doctor's on demand kind of thing, for $99 a month, 
then this thing is a total slam dunk. Uh, selling to small businesses sucks ass. Uh, and a lot of the customers will be out of business uh, year after year. But those challenges also keep the competition out. Uh, put your HR on autopilot plus a dedicated HR manager from $99 per month. And go ahead and buy Bambi. That champagne room is getting crowded. All right. <laughs> down to our third startup. Learn in mm. or learning, learning if you're from the Midwest. Learning. We talked about find them a couple weeks ago. Now we got learning. <laughs> the platform that helps companies establish their own talent academies announced that it has raised $10 million in Series A funding to promote company solutions for helping employees build deeper skills precisely aligned to company growth and success. Learnin's core features include a prepaid learning stipend card, a world-class program marketplace, and custom program builder, a tuition benefits manager, and dedicated coaching. Chad, buy or sell Learnin. So why are talent leaving jobs today? A a recent survey by Prudential found that 80% of those switching jobs are doing so because they're concerned about career advancement. While 72% of these workers want to switch jobs to acquire new skills. The answer, talent academies. That term should be standardized within the talent management space because that's what we've needed desperately for decades. Providing companies solutions for helping employees build deeper skills precisely aligned to company growth and success. That's great articulation of what employees and employers want. To me, this is way overdue. This is a buy. Just what employers wanna do, build talent academies. All right, the great resignation is real. As Chad said, and companies are freaking the fuck out. Our recent Gartner report said 59% of HR leaders have placed building skills and competencies at the top of the list of priorities in 2022. That's the good news for learning. The bad news, however, competition. Coursera, LinkedIn, Google, online colleges, et cetera, seem like a safer, easier choice for employers to make. And I think learning is going to be the odd man out When companies figure out, am I going with a brand I trust or a bunch of hacks from Utah? This one is a big sell for me, Chad. (laughs) Now let's go to work tramp. Wait, work ramp. Oh, I can't wait to see the line of Mormons at your door. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Here they come. So so we had two companies in our feed this week. One was called Ramped and the other one was called Work Ramp. And I got the one wrong that we were going to talk about. So I don't have a lot to say about work ramp, but I'll read, I'll read it in here. Uh, so work ramp is uh, scale learning across your business. Uh, the San Fran based work ramp is a provider of learning management systems, also known as LMS for the kids out there. Uh, they've raised $40 million in a series C funding round, uh, bringing total funding to $67. million dollars. WorkRamp's platform enables companies to create in-person and digital training programs and measure their impact through analytics and reports. Chad, are you a buy or sell on WorkRamp? Cornerstone's acquisition of EdCast last week 
totally up-leveled WorkRamp's relevance in the LMS market. But that's not why I'm a big fan of WorkRamp. I'm a fan because they're going after the sales training and certification side of the house, along with customer service slash customer education first, and then leaning into the workplace. Why? Because sales and customer retention is already a business case. And those proven business cases can fuel an organization buying and adopting work ramp for then internal mobility, upskilling, reskilling, and driving employee retention. What's better than a great product, a great go-to-market strategy, and WorkRamp might just have both. I think I'm buying everything. I'm buying. Jesus, Chad. Living in Portugal is turning you soft, my man. (laughs) Portugal is turning you soft. I agree with everything you said. Look, you don't get $67 million in funding unless you're doing something right and you're sort of on a wave that is uh, is timed correctly. Companies are obviously concerned about learning management systems. Everyone is looking to buy one. Uh, it is becoming a competitive business. This company feels a lot to me like Zendesk for customers, partners, uh, employees, and with a remote workforce being more important than ever, I think that 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 uh, that feature and that solution is going to be in high demand. I could see this really fitting nicely into remote or omnipresent in the future if they're ever looking to buy a company. Mm-hmm. So from that standpoint, it's really hard not to buy work ramp. All right. So that's all. Uh, I don't know. That's a bunch of buys and one sell maybe. Yeah. For, yeah. Uh, roll, point, roll point got the uh, got got the dump from both of us. And then, yeah, you, that's true. Yeah. That's then true. you dumped that's learning. True. So we're still keeping it real for the listeners. That's nice. All right. So <laughs> let's go to the great resignation, shall we? It's still happening. It's still happening. 44% of employees are looking for new jobs this year. Holy shit. 44%. That's according to Willis Towers Watson, a continuation of the great resignation. It keeps marching on. Nearly 20% of workers say they would take a new job for the same pay. What? Indicating factors such as health benefits and the ability of flexible work arrangements. There you go, Chad. Could be driving decisions. However, on the flip side of that, Goldman Sachs is now asking employees to return to the office five days a week. This is according to Fortune, who interviewed your boy, DJ Saul, (laughs) last week. The move comes five weeks after a botched attempt, which we talked about, to get Goldman Sachs employees back to the company's headquarters in beautiful New York. When the firm reopened its office on February 1st, after closing for a month due to the spread of the highly contagious COVID Omicron variant, only about half... Half, Chad, yep. half of the 10,000 Goldman workers actually showed up. Solomon told Fortune, quote, I do think for a business like ours, which is an innovative, collaborative apprenticeship culture, remote work is not ideal for us. And it's not a new normal, end quote. Damn it, Chad. This is going to get messy. Is DJ Saul <laughs> on the right side of history or is his remix way played out? Yeah, DJ Soul didn't think that Goldman Sachs should be pulling out of Russia, and then there was too much pressure, and then he pulled out of Russia. I mean, his heavy-handedness might work for a while, but if the rest of the market goes the other way, he's going to have to go with the market. 
the payday is what I think is 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 what matters in some cases. So it'll be different different strokes for different folks. Mm-hmm. Companies are just going to have to get used to that. If I want to control somebody, heavy handed, iron fist, I'm probably going to have an issue getting top talent. If I go the other way, uh, I might have a control issue. Right? They're going. This is this is a feeling out process. There's no right answer right now. Yeah, yeah. I said messy, and it's going to get pretty messy. This is a massive reshuffling, and it's going to take years to play out. Uh, you'll have industries like banking, who all say in conjunction, the Jamie Diamonds and DJ Sauls, come back to work or else. Uh, and if you want to work in those industries, you suck it up. Uh, or you get a new career, you do something else. And for a lot of folks, putting a few years at Goldman Sachs is quite fine because then I can do other things uh, that I wouldn't otherwise be able to do. Other companies will hybrid. Some companies will survey their workforce and accommodate, which I kind of think is a good strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people will go one way, get tired of, of that move and go to a company with a different set of values. There's going to be pressure from shareholders to go the opposite way when profits go down. Uh, poaching will be easier than ever before, by the way. Uh, it's definitely going to get messy, and we'll have a lot of fun talking about all of this shit in the coming years. On another note, if you couldn't get into Goldman before, it's going to be a great time to get in now. Yes. And listen to the sweet, sweet rhymes of DJ Saul. <laughs> Spinning records in the cafeteria. Spinning records to the Mormons. Uh, let's take a quick break and we'll talk about poking Mother Earth. Yikes, not just the tip. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. All right, Chad, I mentioned Island in my shout outs, <laughs> yes. which is a, bra- is a browser for, for companies, which I didn't even know existed. I thought it was brilliant. So I came across another brilliant piece of news. Mm-hmm. You're, not as, you're not as hip to this, but I'll, I'll read it out. The earth is in trouble, Chad. Yes. We know this. While we look to wind, sun, and nuclear to solve our impending doom, one promising source of sustainable energy remains largely untapped and underappreciated. That's geothermal energy, Chad. Geothermal energy comes from within the earth. You've heard of volcanoes, right? Slow radioactive decay produces a never-ending supply of powerful heat. To access this clean resource, a company called Quaze, hopefully I'm saying that right, <laughs> Q-U-A-I-S-E, not queef or okay. quasi or queasy, which okay. is kind of what my stomach's starting to do right now, uh, called Quaze plans to dig 12 and a half miles down deeper than ever before into the Earth's crust, kind of like my colonoscopy tomorrow. Less than 1% of the globe's energy comes from geothermal sources, but the MIT spinoff, so these are smart people, Chad, 
believe geothermal energy could provide 8.3% of global energy and power in power 40 countries fully. Quays has raised $63 million in startup cash to proceed with the development of their technology. I expected you to be impressed with this, Chad, but you weren't. (laughs) Why? So first off, why does this feel like Theranos to me? It's, it just seems too good to be true, right? And and not to mention uh, with the advent of fracking. I know they say this isn't like fracking and it's more it, – it, but, but still, it's like these, these are things that I don't know that anybody should be comfortable with. If we can actually get this to work, that, that would be amazing because anything that we can do to get away from petroleum would be awesome. But mm-hmm. drilling down to the core of the earth – and killing it right now from the outside with all of the, the shit that we have going on and then prospectively killing it from the inside. I, dude, I just, I don't know, man. I just don't know. I don't know, man. It sounds scary. It so, sounds scary, man. So when I read this and I, and we talked about it a little bit, I, I was, I was reminded of a movie in the seventies, which you won't remember. It was called at the earth's core. And, and these people in the seventies, that were dressed like it was the 1800s for some reason. <laughs> yeah. They went into the center of the earth. And of course there are dinosaurs. They're like, it's, it's sort of like planet of the apes. They're mm-hmm. slaves. So I agree. Who knows what the hell we're going to find when we, when we go down there, but it makes total sense to say, shit, we've got this, this, this magma down, down, you know, 12 miles from us. If I don't have to look at, at windmills, if, uh, if, if I don't have to die from nuclear energy, um, if I don't have to see solar panels and everything, like I think it's it's pretty genius. It's pretty genius, but yeah, it's a little scary when you start poking around into the Earth's magma. It magma. could unleash it could unleash volcanoes of epic proportions and kill us all. Magma. And speaking of volcanic, uh, I got to start <laughs> taking my uh, my laxatives for my colonoscopy tomorrow. And remember, kids, if you're middle aged, get your colonoscopy. It's just good health, everybody. It's just good health. It smells nasty, but it's good for your health. We We out. out. Thank you for listening to, what's it called? The podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout outs of people you don't even know. And yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.cheese.com. Chadcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. 
Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.